I was feeling a lot of emotions and yeah. a lot of things for the first time all at once. Yeah. And so, like, I think that spilled over into what I was writing. And I, I don't write in a very literal way. I write quite subconsciously. Today we have the amazing Jared James. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with Jared James, but honestly, his music, like, I can't even describe it. He's He's got this way that, like, tickles that, like, bottom pit of your stomach. Like, you can feel everything that he's feeling. Um, and when you meet him, he has this, like presence of just like you know that you're surrounded by someone that just oozes love and kindness um honestly like I can't I can't even put it into words like how I've got goosebumps right now by just the thought of him he is truly one of the most genuine selfless kindest people I think I've ever met and his creative like, oh, he's just the most creative individual that I just, I just want to be around him whenever I, could, whenever I can. Um, so I'm going to start to take up Paul, which you'll work out in the episode that he loves Paul. I'm going to start to take up Paul just purely to hang out with him on Friday nights because this guy is an absolute genius and you want to be around him to just be a better human and what more could you want in someone you want to be surrounded by people like that don't you well i do so enjoy today's episode he's absolutely freaking amazing and i know that you're going to love him just as much as i do we are here with jared james g'day hello hello um, so we kick off a bit of the podcast just with a bit of an icebreaker. Okay. Yeah. Have, yep. have you, um, have you got your phone handy? Yeah. Oh shit. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> what we got here? Um, let's go. Let's go. I'm actually interested in like what your music taste is. So let's go okay. like your last song on, on Spotify. I don't use Spotify. It's Apple Music. Oh, Apple Music. Okay, I'm actually so stoked. It's this because I love this song. It's my favorite song. What is it? It's DHL by Frank Ocean. Oh, Have you heard is it? This, no, I haven't heard it. It's sick. It's like one of the singles he released after he put out those two albums. Oh, so really? I'll have to give it a it's, red, it's a red real hot listen. Yeah. I don't know if I have heard it, but like maybe it's come up in my Spotify playlist. Or yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like... It was a single, but it wasn't, you know, he never got radio play or anything like that, so... Well, yeah, it, after him not showing up to... Um, I don't need more. ...pulling out at Splendor... Oh um, yeah, hell yeah! I feel like he that didn't was like get as many spins. That was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. Was that that was like? It's literally left a hole in my heart. That was I like two thousand and eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I, w- I would have said two thousand and ten, uh, but I think I that's when like Lord was first was, blowing up, yeah. and she filled in for him. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. A replacement. She came yeah, in yeah. from NZ. Yeah, because my boys play. Well, my friends play for for her. So oh right, okay. I just remember they came over. Yeah, right. Anyway. How funny. Um, hey, so talk to me. Like, why did you get into the music industry or how did it come about? Or, like, <laughs> is there a story behind it? You know, I still don't really 
feel like I'm in the music industry, honestly. Um, I don't know. Like, it just kind of happened over time. I, I think, like, to do it full-time and all, like, properly in Australia, you really have to s- make a conscious effort to not give yourself other options sometimes throughout, like, especially throughout my 20s, I was constantly avoiding any kind of other career path or anything, like any kind of serious jobs that I might get too bogged down in. And, um, I think just continuously doing it, like trying to get better at the craft of music and and trying to get better at writing songs and surrounding myself with friends and acquaintances that are in the music industry. Like it just, it's a long slog sometimes, but yeah. that's how it happened for me, I think. Um, and a lot of like knockbacks, a lot of failures mm-hmm. and um, a lot of learning. But yeah, it just, honestly, you just have to like, for me, it, it just happened. Yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't actually sit down one day and go, you know what, I'm going to be, be a part of the music industry and yeah. I'm going to be a professional musician. But yeah. um, Was there, I guess, like a moment that you were like, holy fuck, I've made it? Uh... Like a pinch me moment? No, not really. I don't really think that way so much. Like I'm... Yeah. Um, I, okay, there was a point where I quit my job when I first started doing the like Jared James thing because mm-hmm. I, had, I had things going on before, before that. Before, yeah. Um, but when I... I remember the moment that I quit my job. I was a youth worker. I worked with residential... I worked in residential care with mm-hmm. like really extreme needs young people. Uh, and it was a really full-on taxing job. Yeah, I can So, imagine. like, to suddenly realise, like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. Literally, in a day, I messaged my, like, my boss saying, I can't do this anymore. Music's yeah. becoming too much of a thing. And, yeah, that was probably it for me. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it was really cool, actually. Because it was a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be pretty amazing. Like, I mean, your music, I mean, because I knew that we were having this interview... I, like, replayed, like, an album of yours that I think even was released in, like, 2013 or something. Like, it was such a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know what was going on in your life during that time of writing that, but, like, I feel like in the pit of my stomach, like, in, in like, the soul of my body, it, like not bleeds but like it's like this throbbing pain or something when i listen to you sing i feel that yeah i think it's that was that would have been 2015 15 maybe and that album like i kind of wrote that while i was going through all this sudden change in my life like being away from everyone i knew i was in america a lot yeah Um, i was suddenly like traveling to la and new york a lot even like europe and and while I was doing it, because this stuff always happens all at once and it always happens really quickly. Like yeah. when, when you have a song that kind of blows up in any capacity, like things happen before you have time to process them some, yeah. sometimes. And that's kind of, I was trying to make this album while I was doing a bunch of touring and, and a bunch of other th- things like this. Like I'm used to this stuff now, like doing interviews and talking yeah, to people yeah, yeah. on microphones, but I wasn't at that point. Yeah. And it's all very confronting and... So my tiny little brain was working overtime trying to even process that. Yeah. And then I was trying to make this album as well. And, yeah. And again, being confronted with being away from everything that I knew and loved and like in a different world, it was, I think that's probably what informed 
those sorts of emotions in the, in the music yeah. for sure. Because like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was such a big fucking fan of that, of that album a Thank million you. years ago. Mm-hmm. But like, I haven't really listened to it again. Like it comes up in my Spotify like playlists and stuff yeah. or like my like tracks. But I hadn't sat and listened to the whole album again from start to finish since back then. Right. And I could like, honestly, I was driving in my car and I was like, fuck, like, what the hell was Jared going through? Like, <laughs> you, there's just this, it's not sad. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so sad yeah. listening to this. It was just like this th- thump, yeah, like exactly. a, a pulse. I know exactly what you mean. You know because, what I mean? Because that's what it was. It was, I was feeling a lot of emotions and yeah. a lot of things for the first time all at once. Yeah. And so like, I think that spilled over into what I was writing. And I, I don't write in a very literal way. I write quite subconsciously. Yeah. So that's probably why that, yeah. that comes across. How that funny. Way, that's yeah. so weird because I was yeah. like, I'm going to mention this to him because <laughs> yeah. like back then I remember feeling it, but I, I, I don't know, you know, yeah. I was however old 30 or something back then. I'm probably yeah. just running it a million yeah. miles an hour. Whereas now I'm like, I really notice things that I feel when listening to music because I want to yeah. see with that artist, if I ever cross their path going mm. cool, yeah. what, was that because that's I cool. kind of can feel that yeah. like intuitively in a weird way. That's really cool though because yeah. yeah, I, I remember waking up in hotel rooms and like so many times and being like, I don't know where I am right now. I had to like take a few minutes to realize like where am I in the yeah. world and and yeah, like then I have then I realized oh shit, I got to go to the studio now and yeah. I got to try and make something really cool and yeah, uh, there was a lot of kind of. Uh, not desperation, but like quiet desperation in it. Yeah. Because you, you feel like you have to, um, you feel like you suddenly like, oh shit, this is it. Like I've been, I've been trying to get good at this for so long and all of a sudden you're like, you got the chance to do it. Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I even like, I know this sounds crazy. This is like obviously such small scale compared to you. But like I can even feel the pressure of like the podcast like launching the yeah. podcast like i can even feel that it's bringing up like old um like i used to be a dancer and it's yeah. bringing up like dancing wounds right. of like am i going to be good enough are yeah. people going to like me you know like it's so funny and like that insecurity is insecurity, a bitch yeah. like and it yeah and it haunts all of us it yeah. really does like people that you might think don't suffer from that everyone does oh 100 percent. i think that's why when music is conveying that sort of the emotions surrounding that, I think that's why people resonate with it. Yeah. Because everyone feels that shit. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I guess with like, when you're on the road, like you probably haven't been on the road for quite some time, but um, I know you've been writing music and staying, well, I mean, who's been on the road with fucking COVID? Yeah. But um, I guess when you are on the road, like what do you do to try and stay balanced? Um, there was like a, there was a solid period where I was, I was overseas, like I said, overseas a lot and doing kind of back-to-back tours. And you you really do have to try and find balance because especially with like, if you're on a bus, when you tour somewhere like Europe, you're in a bus and like drinking is a huge, yeah, it's the huge. cultural thing, even just in Europe. And like when you're touring, it's like, it can turn quickly from being a good time every night to being like, oh shit, this is like mm. quite taxing on my whole Body. my soul and my body and mm-hmm. like all of it so like for me i kind of got into a pattern of like going kind of hard for the first week of a tour and then nothing for for the rest of it 
Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's not just a physical thing either. Like it really, it affects your emotions and your, mm-hmm. your like your moods and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I like, I think it's important when you're touring, especially to have good people around you, like good people select your crew really carefully. Yeah. Um, I feel that's not even um, one, like I've really realized that in just the music space in general. Oh yeah, 100%. Because like, there, there's some like, there's some weird people out there and there's yeah. some weird people in the music industry. Well, there's just some uh, different egos too. Exactly, like, yeah. Yeah, they're coming out of different places of, right. you know. Yeah, and, and again, it ties in with like, that's not a normal environment to be going from a show to a party mm-hmm. to a bus where there's more stuff going on and to another show to yeah. a party to the, you know like to a constant to kick-ons the, yeah, to yeah, a yeah. different country and then there's like yeah. you want to experience it all and you want to have a good time but like when all it takes is one weirdo in your crew to like really like just a wild card and mm. it just it changes the whole vibe mm-hmm. so like it's it's really important um to have people that will kind of look out for you yeah i think and that you're all looking out for each other and i've been really lucky in that mm. in that regard yeah, yeah, I love our little, um, I love our little like Gold Coast music fan. Yeah, it's actually like, our cool, dinner huh? that we had. Well, that yeah. was a while ago, but I said to Pixie the other day, I was like, "We need to have another one of those because that, that was such yeah. a good time." There needs to be more of that stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and so has there been like, you know, obviously this is like past tour stuff, but has there been a moment that you feel that was like, fuck? Like, this is the most embarrassing moment of my fucking life or, like, something that you're like, fuck, I'm never going to do that again or... I generally feel that way... <laughs> all the time? All the time. <laughs> it's my constant state of being. When I... I don't watch... Like, so I probably won't watch this back yeah. afterwards. I can't do it. Like, yeah. I'll, I... I can't even listen to... Uh, like, yeah. Lauren, the producer, has to listen to... I can't yeah. listen to myself. It's, it's the same thing as yeah. most people don't like hearing their voice recorded. Yeah. When they talk, it's times a thousand when it comes to like watching yourself perform or like do an yeah. interview <clears throat> i recently did a thing for the abc you know the mm-hmm. the set uh, the set um i mean rule did it yeah and and like i still don't know if it was good or not because i can't bring myself yeah. to watch it um but um the, back to your question of often i feel <laughs> quite embarrassed about anything i've done and i i do need to get over that it's yeah. like i know i need to like work on getting better at it but oh it's hard that's me as well i grew up i grew up a very shy kid and yeah um like i didn't i I never ever planned on being in front of people on stages and all of that kind of stuff have you ever met james from um rufus Ooh, the drummer of rufus maybe you and him your energies are so similar you're just like these sweet (laughs) soft spoken like souls that i just want to like (laughs) <laughs> I'll find him. I'll track him down. He's amazing, at the next James festival. Hunt. All right, yeah, cool. amazing. Sick. Um, yeah, right. So, who are you then? I guess like, is there a weird hobby? Like, if you're not performing, like, who are you behind the curtain? Like, if you got like weird hobbies, I know you love pool. Yeah, I love. I'll play pool every day with anyone that wants to play. Um, aside Maybe from you can that, give me some lessons. Yeah, because our, sure. our Friday night pool nights, I'm actually that nervous to go because I'm like, fuck, no, I don't, I'm don't not worry that about great. That. No, 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 no. They're not competitive ones at all. A little bit um, of fun. Um, no, it's a good time. It, I like pool because it doesn't matter if you're good or not. You're still like, you're doing something and, you, True. and you're having, having a good time with your friends. But I also like, 
I've been cooking a lot. I've got like a coal, a big coal barbecue. Oh, do you? I love cooking food over coals. That's a weird thing to say, but <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's um, so funny. Like most musicians, they're like other hobby is cooking. I swear every single person, they love cooking. Because it's art. It really, yeah. it's, it feels like one of my favorite things, and this might sound so lame, but one of my favorite things in the world that brings me so much happiness inside my heart is to get amazing ingredients and cook a delicious meal and drink red wine yeah. and then eat it. And, and that's it. it. I'm happy. Yeah. I don't need much else than that. I just need to live in proximity to a pool hall. Yeah. <laughs> Which you do. And... <laughs> A bottle shop. <laughs> no, I, I've been playing a lot of chess as well, actually. Oh, random. Yeah. yeah. I actually tried to learn. I can't remember who, who it was that was trying to teach me chess, but I tried to learn it far out. That game is it's, not it's easy. It's a crazy game. It's weird, but that's kind of why I like it because every time you play, you learn something more about it, about the game. And yeah. About you, like how your own brain works. Yeah. And every time you play, you realize just how shit you are. Yeah. And how you need to get better. I think it's cool. It's yeah, good. It for, it's cool. good for the it's like. Good. good for the ego, I think. Yeah, I think it is good for the ego. Also, yeah. good for always being a few steps ahead because mm. I feel like you have to be. Right. You know, you can't. 100. Yeah. Um, so, if music was not a thing, like if it died tomorrow, if it wasn't around, what do you reckon? Like, what would you do? Um. Hmm. Do you know what good Matt question. Barlam said for this? Oh, yeah. I think he probably said he'd be a meth head or something. <laughs> Is that no. what he said? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what he said? Like, it was obviously with Golding, like him and Jay. Yeah. They said that they would start, like I said, if music like, wasn't a thing, you had to do something else. They're like, we would start a sex toy business for males. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's so him. Uh, I was in the same corner of the world there. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Me neither. I, that probably means he already has that yeah. going on the th- side. Do you know what? I think he actually has yeah. plans yeah. already in the pipeline. It's probably that. already happening. Yeah. yeah. He's already talking to the guys in China. A little Freudian slip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's let it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, sign me up. <laughs> You're going to be an ambassador. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, send me freebies. Yeah, no. what do you reckon you would do? Uh, oh, man. I don't know. I... I don't know. Like, I, I'm a simple person. I'm yeah. a simple man. Like, I don't need much. And I, like, I, I think, think that's you'd go back to youth work? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did love that job. And it was, um, every day was different. And I like that. Yeah. I think that's what I like about making music is that, A, you make shit up out of nothing. It's yeah. free. Like, you can make music, whether you're rich or poor or... Yeah. Anything at all. Like any kind of person can make music. Um, yeah, I've tried to make music on the app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and just on try and make loops. Oh, yeah. It's actually how to, like how to go. a lot harder than what you kind of think that it is. Yeah. I mean, that's why people dedicate their whole lives to doing it. Yeah. And so when you're asked this question, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I'd like, I'd like to be, I'd probably just be some other kind of artist. Yeah. Like in some other kind of art yeah. space, I guess. Well, that Benny Boosiga Benny, he was like, I'd probably open a restaurant, oh, which I could yeah. fully imagine him doing that. You could do the same. We'd just be sitting there drinking wine all day. Yeah, it's 100%. We, we would have nothing to do with the runnings of the You know what I think we should dangerous. do? We should start, I think we even spoke about it at that um, dinner that we had at Pixies. Yeah. We should literally, everyone should have to do a night. 
Oh, hell yeah. Because like you're really good at cooking. Benny's good at cooking. That'd be Jay's sick. good at cooking. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Matt is. Matt definitely wouldn't be bringing much to the table yeah, other no, than no, alcohol. No. Yeah. But I reckon we should do like the rounds. All right. I'm down. I'm I, down. Yeah. 100%. I think that that'd be fun. All right. Like choosing different cuisines. Let's do like, it. Like I couldn't believe it that Pixie doesn't even eat meat and she was making chicken. I know. That was insane. I don't know about that. I need to talk to her about that. I know, but I, I mean, Benny, Benny <laughs> did fix it. He did, like, finish it off. But, yeah. Benny, well, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, he has been on tour, so he's yeah, loving true. life. It's been great. You know, I actually have a, a... Do you know our tour story, our combined tour story? No. Well, it's not... I was on tour in Europe, and I played a show in Paris. Yeah. The night of that terrorist attack, the Bataclan <gasps> yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that. Which was kind of down the road, um, and... Boosticker were opening for me that night. Shut so we were both in up. this venue. What year was People, that? That was like 2017, 16 or something. Yeah. But yeah, we were like locked up in the venue for about four hours because pe- people had heard gunshots outside. And oh we my were God. Checking the news and there was people dying and shit. It was crazy. So, so what were you in there for sound check or something? And then you. We just played a show. Like I just had a show um, and we just finished and we were about to start like packing up and loading out. Oh, right. And they're like, you can't leave. My keys player, Ian, came up the stairs. You know, do you know Ian Perez? He was yeah, there that yeah, night. Yeah, 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 I do. He came up the stairs. He's like, people have just been hearing gunshots outside. Anyway, it was a crazy night, but Ben was there too. Heavy. He was the opener. <laughs> Heavy. Ben's, uh, he's never actually mentioned that, but I mean, why yeah. would you talk about a terrorist it's attack? A, it's an insane story, but like, yeah, and so sad, but one of the weirdest nights of my life. Yeah. Sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's gnarly. Mm. I mean, I guess, like, that's a bad fucking story for a tour but like has yeah. there been any that are like highlights that are like oh my god that was a fucking time just all of it honestly like especially touring europe is the best yeah i can imagine because you'll wake up like you'll wake up in a different country every morning yeah and, and go you're on, to a bus yeah you have to do it on a bus it's just it would be insane to fly or anything else but um and just the venues have good facilities they've got normally got Really good catering and it's just awesome. Like, what's been it, your favourite city? Do you reckon that you've mm, played? Like most Am- Amsterdam. Amsterdam is amazing. I've played there a few times. Um, honestly, every every single place I've yeah. played in Europe is just so it's kind of magical, and because just their whole setup is completely different to Australia. Everything's yeah. older. Some venues you rock up and it's an old cathedral. Yeah, no, that's or, the thing you know that what I mean. Love about it. Yeah. I love that, like, you would remember every single moment when going to music, like going to yeah. see live music over there, because every moment yeah. would feel different. That's one thing that I absolutely love about, like, yeah. going around London or Europe. Everything feels right. a little bit like exactly, different. Yeah. But Even no, in America, it kind of still feels the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Europe just is for me. It's like that's my favorite. But, but like, I, there's so many. I could sit here for hours talking about the good times I've had. And again, like I said before, it's mostly because of the people that I have with me. With you, yeah. Like, I did a a tour with um, Maddie Corby, who is my best mate. And uh, that was the last tour we did before COVID, actually. It was 2019. And that was the best time of my life. I swear to God. It was because all of his band and his crew are... Legends. I've known them for a long time and they're yeah. just mad dogs and all of my crew are legends and like everyone got on so, so well, well and it's, like a little community. It's, it's the craziest thing. It's like picture the best holiday you've ever had yeah. with all of your best friends. Yeah. 
100%. And it feels like it never ends and it's just the best. Mm. Anyway. I was actually spewing that um, Matt's show got cancelled. Oh, the sandstone surf That I was working oh, on with yeah, for the love. Yeah. Because I have not seen Matt. He used to be my barista. What? Yeah, at Porch and Parlour no in way. Bondi. Oh he my just God. moved there from WA. Yeah, crazy. And he was making my coffees. And I remember just thinking, oh, that guy is literally one of the hottest men <laughs> I've ever yeah, seen I hear, in my life. I hear he gets that a lot. And he would be <laughs> making the coffee through the window and I would be getting, like, going to the 333. That's when I used to get the bus into the city because yeah. it was easier than driving. Yeah. And I would go past that coffee shop, get my coffee there every day <laughs> just to look in his eyes. Maddie. Because I was like, oh, my God, Matt Corby, you are so hot. I'm sure, I'm sure you get your chance again soon. Yeah. <laughs> I just he'll wanted be, to see him more. again and be like, do you remember the, that girl that you used to make coffee for? You bowl? know, he still makes the best coffee I've imagine. ever had. It's honestly the best coffee in the world. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Shit, such a babe. <laughs> um, so is there three people, well, I'm even thinking maybe Matt is one of them, but is there three people that have kind of like, maybe like either inspiring you, like inspiring you right now or maybe shaped you as a person, musically, like? You Definitely, Maddie. Like yeah. um, we've known each other for probably 15 years or something now, maybe, lo- maybe oh, longer, wow. but... Um, we, we've kind of like grown up into the music, the whole music experience and like the industry. We've experienced the same sort of things along the way. And, um, it's really nice to have like a best friend that you can bounce that shit off. Like, mm-hmm. cause, cause it is, it's a unique experience. And especially in Australia, there's not a lot of other people that you can go and talk to that have been through it. Um, yeah. so Maddie for sure, um, even to just go and just sit with him and have a beer sometimes it's better than any kind of therapy i could ever ask for yeah like it's it's not most people don't understand the context of i've got some girlfriends like that yeah exactly and and sometimes you don't even need to talk about it but but just knowing that someone understands what what you're being um faced with like that's valuable Mm -hmm. um who else um I'd say my my publisher Marie. Do you know Marie Hamblian? No. She's like she's done more for me in my career than anyone else. I think. Yeah. Ever. Um, she's at Sony yep. Music Publishing, formerly Sony ATV. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's just the the hardest worker in the ugh, entire industry and never wants any kind of praise or recognition so for any good. of it and just kind of working furiously behind the scenes and is responsible for so many collaborations between amazing artists and mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's probably one of my other ones and a third one i'd say those broods siblings do you know caleb and georgia no not you know Bro- broods no oh my god there's a duo from new zealand called broods okay and like they're the they're the first people that took me out on tour and I opened for them. They toured Australia. You don't know Broods? No. Oh, I? come on. Ah, oh, you would what know Broods. You would know some of their music. Yeah, okay. For sure, yeah. I'll have um, to um, Google. I mean, I don't think that I do. You'll, I think you'll like them yeah, a okay. lot. But they're just like, like most Kiwis. Yeah. Um, they're from a different planet and they think differently and they're just so kind and Love gentle that. and um, they do what they want. Like, I... Mm their vision for their art and, and the way they live their life is 
is not influenced by other people's opinions. And I think that's really something to strive towards. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they they've become some of my best friends in the world. And I still can't believe you don't know Broods. That's crazy. I mean, I'm going to have to Google it. Yeah, yeah. I, you might know some I, of their songs yeah, if you heard them. Yeah, I feel them, like but, I Because um, I do, I think the New Zealand scope of music is pretty fucking amazing. Right. Like, Especially for how many of them exist on yeah. the planet. Like, yeah. like, I'm such a massive fan of Benny. Yeah, crazy, like, right? that is just... Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's some serious, serious music coming out of there. Yeah. And FKJ... Do you know who FKJ no, is? No, I don't, no. Fruit, uh, what, is his, what is it? Fruit Kiwi Juice is okay. what it stands for. I'll have to look that up. FKJ. Sure. Okay, I'm about to blow your mind. All when right. you leave here, I'm going to send you the link. Do you know Circle Music? It's a European-based record label that no. basically does like, oh. Okay. I'm going to send you the link of his FKJ. I can't So wait. they choose like areas around the world and you, they do a live set, they record it and then they release it across their platforms. And so cool. the FKJ was the first ever Circle Music that I ever saw. And I was like, this guy's a freak. Oh, right. Like he creates, he's got every instrument on the planet yeah. on this platform in Bolivia, I think. I can't remember. Right. On this beautiful platform of the Salt Lake. And he is just playing it, recording it, putting it on Sweet. loop, playing it, recording it, and Rad. creating this sound. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm literally about to blow your mind. Right, I can't wait. I'll send you the link. <laughs> And he he's, a ki- he's a Kiwi. Okay, he's a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi, yeah. But he lives in France. But he's just this guy with like crazy long dreadies and oh, his music <laughs> is just... I put right. his radio on as yeah. like background pretty much every day because right. I just find it... It's amazing <laughs> to listen to but also like takes me a bit in a trance because yeah. there's not, not that much lyrics but there's a little bit. Right. But oh. All right. I'm going to have a listen. I'll send you the sure. link. Um, so have you got anything like you mentioned collaborate collaborations before? Have you got any anything that's about to release? I know that you've got you had an album. No, I haven't. I haven't really. I have not even tried to make music in the last few months. To be honest, I've yeah. been in a weird head state. But um, I think I'm ready soon. Yeah. I when COVID was kind of in full full blown COVID mode, like yeah. lockdowns and stuff. I was I was doing a lot of production for. So, uh, some artists like I, I was in Sydney a lot mm-hmm. um, and I was really kind of like I was starting to enjoy that a lot but um, then with all of the lockdowns in Sydney everything just kept getting shut down and I lost my steam a bit but um, yeah there might be a few things getting released that aren't my things mm-hmm. but the things that I've produced for other people yeah um, just some really cool some of the new signings for some of the labels and like young up-and-comers that's cool um yeah, but nothing. I haven't even tried to make music for myself in yeah. about six months, but I will soon. I think. Okay. I've got some shows coming up, so. Do you? I I I have to start singing again. Um, yeah, I'm playing a show in Brisbane <gasps> in like a few weeks. When I'm coming. On the second of December. I'm coming. Okay. I'm a hundred percent coming. Oh yeah. Because I think I saw you play. I think it was. I want to say Splendor. Oh, yeah, like 2015 or something. Yeah, yeah. like when or that 16. album came out. I yeah. think it might have been 2016, maybe. Yeah, yeah. When that album came out, that's the last, like, first and only time that I think I've ever seen you play. Okay, yeah, that was a crazy show. That was insane, actually. And, yeah, I didn't think I didn't think anyone would come to that set. <laughs> well, <laughs> was, I was there. And it was, pa- it was crazy, yeah. 
I was there. Thanks for coming. And I will. Appreciate I'm going to be there. I'm it was sure hella Matt's muddy. Remember all the mud? Yeah, oh, that, that was insane. Yeah, I was wearing white pants that day. Oh, I was terrible. wearing white leather terrible pants choice. with red. Doc- <laughs> the perfect, but perfect ensemble. Yeah, I love it. Apparently, split up. <laughs> um, I had mud all up these white leather pants. Like they were one teaspoon, three hundred dollar fucking pants, all up the pants. So I remember that moment vividly. But leather's fine, right? Leather's good. Well, all, it is. All purpose. But in the stitching, uh, it was just brown. It was disgusting. Oh, oh. So, yeah, I can never wear those pants. Not that I want to what wear happened? pants. What happened them. to them? I Where think I sold them at, like, <laughs> Kirribilli Market or something. Oh, did they still have mud in them, same? Nah, I, they did, but, like, people would never got that close <laughs> and looked know. at it. And they would have just been like, that's random. Is it black stitching? Is it brown? What the fuck? They'll never know. <laughs> um, okay, well, I just want to ask you, just before mm. we wrap things up, do you have, like, a life motto that you live by in music? Uh, not one that I've like voiced properly but I think it's probably something close to just keep everything as simple as possible and don't overthink like don't overthink what you're doing let just let it flow out like that might sound cheesy but no but I like I again the way I write music is uh, based off feel and my it all comes from my subconscious even like the things that I write about um, so yeah I, I always try and go for the the more basic version of whatever it is yeah um, yeah nothing complicated yeah so that's probably it no that's, that's good that's <laughs> yeah. a good life that's a great life motto mine's like just keep it real and be as keep it real. as possible also I actually have this see that tattoo there on my hand yeah there's a tattoo it's like so I've, I've been doing like little tattoos on my on myself. I bought this. It's like, you know those microblading pens? Yeah, the ones that, that, that you tap in? These ones? Yeah. No, no, not stick and poke. Oh, right. It's like a little pen that like, it's like a tattoo yeah. uh, machine. But this one, you can't see it on the video, but there's this weird, this is a weird story, but I'll tell you anyway. No, I love it. Um, weird the better. There's a, it's called the hobo code. It's from like the 1930s in America. All the hobos that would ride the trains and like go between cities because they were homeless. And, yeah. Um they developed this code to like warn other hobos that were traveling around the country yeah. of like, if there's a mean person living in this house, don't ask them for food. Cause they'll try and kill you or like whatever the cops, the yeah. ones that mean the cops are bad in this town, try and avoid it. Anyway, this one, this one means hold your tongue. Really? So I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I find myself talking and I'm like, shut up, man. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Just stop it. Maybe just I need that. Tattoo. So like, I just put it on my hand as a little reminder. Yeah. So that's not a musical motto, but, Maybe you should do that on my hand yeah. too because I feel like that's something that I... I'll do it if I, you want. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It'll go right there. All right. That's something that I feel like next, I need. Next dinner party. We'll yeah, do next it. dinner party. Let's get the tattoo out. Easy. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for coming into... This is like one of my favourite places in Palm this Beach, by the rad, way. This is rad, actually. You need to come back to Scott's and have a burger. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bit disappointed that oh, sorry, they're not cooking. I know, I know. Well, I had to get Oh, I checked out empty. the menu. Yeah. I've, I don't know what I'm going to order. The brekkie roll? No, the steak. The oh, steak, yeah, steak. Yeah. It's next level. Yeah. But they do like amazing orange wine, so come here and okay, check it out. Cool. Bring the wife. I drive past here all the time. So yeah. I, it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for, very much for coming in, Jared. I really appreciate it me. and having a chat. Love it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We will link the artists, Instagram and Spotify in our show notes. Please like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube to stay up to date with your favorite artists. We'll see you next week. Side stage.